about six weeks since uh, this we've gone through the meditation in Psalm 111. And you may have noticed that we uh, recited that together in our opening uh, covenant promises today. But I'd like to reread verses 1 through 5 and then make a few comments on verse 6. Psalm 111, verse 6. So you can look in the bulletin if you'd like to do that too, because it's listed there. This is the living word of God. Praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord with my whole heart in the assembly of the upright and in the congregation. The works of the Lord are great, studied by all who have pleasure in them. His work is honorable and glorious, and his righteousness endures forever. He has made his wonderful works to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion. He has given food to those who fear him. He will ever be mindful of his covenant. He has declared to his people the power of his works in giving them the heritage of the nations. Amen. I'd like to just review uh, briefly. Because the works of the Lord are great, it says, and honorable, and his works are glorious, and they show his glory to us, they are to be remembered by us. Together on the Lord's Day, certainly, in the assembly of the upright, and his works are to be studied by us, by all who have pleasure in his work, in his mighty work, the work of his hands. And it's part of what it means to uh, praise him with our whole heart. Now, the Lord made his wonderful works to be remembered by us and for us to recall continually who he is. It should be a continual process. We should always be remembering who he is and what he has done. He is the almighty creator. He is the Lord of all. And brothers and sisters, we are in need of that reminder pretty much daily, I think, and then weekly. Uh, We can also rejoice in that together as we worship him. Now in verse 5 it says, Uh, we are reminded that he provides for his own. He provides abundantly for his own, for his covenant people. He's ever mindful of his covenant. Not that he ever forgets anything. He's mindful of everything. But we need to remember that our God uh, keeps his promises. He is ever mindful of his covenant. He gives what is needed to those who fear him, and he lovingly reminds us of his covenant of grace and of his love for us in the Lord Jesus Christ. And now in verse 6, the first In the first part of verse 6, it says, He has declared to his people the power of his works. He's declared to us the power of his works. How has he done that? Well, all through Scripture, we read of his awesome power and his might in behalf of his own people to accomplish his good and his acceptable and his perfect will in us and through us by his grace. Creation, in, in the marvelous creation we see, Psalm 19 Uh, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament proclaims his handiwork. And then we also see by his marvelous work, we see his marvelous work and the power of his marvelous work in the redemption of his people for himself. And then, of course, we see his power so clearly, his power was declared so mightily in the work of the Lord Jesus Christ for us on the cross. Our Lord defeated death, and he reigns forever. He's a risen king. And that power is in us the Spirit who dwells in us, who has sealed us for him. In Romans 8, it says, If the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his Spirit who dwells in you. Brothers and sisters, have you asked the Lord lately 
to see more of his power revealed in your life and in this church's life, in your family's life? Have you prayed more often that the Spirit of the Lord would fill you and your family and thus empower you to live for him, fully for him, joyfully for him, and to serve him with your whole heart? Phil encouraged us to do this over the last several weeks, to ask the Lord to show the spirit of empowerment through us and in us. In Jeremiah 33, 3, it's a great promise. The Lord said through Jeremiah, Call to me and I will answer you and will tell you great and mighty things which you have not known. So he will show us mighty things by his spirit. And we can and should call on our Father in heaven often. You know, after Mary visited Elizabeth and uh, they were both expecting, uh, Mary said in that beautiful prayer, he who is mighty has done great things for me and holy is his name. He who is mighty has done great things for me, she said. And we can also say and should say, he who is mighty has done great things for us. He has done great things for us. And uh, continuing on in Luke, Mary said, he has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has put down the mighty from their thrones, that that is, those who thought they were mighty. And he has exalted the lowly. He shows his might, brothers and sisters, through the humble servants that he is making us to become. The power of the Spirit of God, the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead, dwells in us. And what a power dwells in us and in you. I think maybe we are too often unaware or maybe unthankful for the power of the Holy Spirit who dwells in us. And the Spirit reminds us in many ways that we are children of God, that we are part of his people. We are part of his family. And so finally, another way, and really the main point of this verse, or the second half of this verse, verse 6, the Lord has declared his power Mightily, he's by giving us the heritage of the nations, or you can also say the inheritance of the nations. He's declared his power by giving that to us. And he did that when um, Israel uh, came into the promised land and drove out the Canaanites, and they took over a land that was uh, full of uh, milk and honey. It was a beautiful land. And he declared his power over the nations in David's time, King David's time, when many of the surrounding nations... Uh, became subject to Israel, or at least brought tribute uh, to them. And he's doing that today by his sovereign and almighty hand, by adding to the church people out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation. And we believe whole countries turning to him in the name of Jesus and by his power. And all the power that the nations think they have and all the power that the enemy has, uh, when they seek to use that to destroy or limit the church of the living God, they will fail. Our king reigns, and the nations are a drop in a bucket. The gates of hell cannot prevail against the Lord and his people. The meek shall inherit the earth. Psalm 2. Why do the nations rage and the people plot a vain thing? And it certainly is a vain thing to war against the living God. The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, let us break their bonds in pieces and cast away their cords from us. He who sits in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall hold them in derision. Then he shall speak to them in his wrath and distress them in his deep displeasure. Yet I have set my king on my holy hill of Zion. 
I will declare the decree. The Lord has said to me, you are my son. Today I have begotten you. Ask of me, and I will give you the nations for your inheritance and the ends of the earth for your possession. So let's remember that we, his people in the Lord Jesus, may ask for the nations as our inheritance, the ends of the earth for our possession, for his glory. Let's remember that the Lord has declared to us, to his people, the power of his works in giving us this heritage of the nations. And let's remember that this is all through the covenant that he made by his grace to us, which we are a part of through the power of his Holy Spirit, through the work of our Lord Jesus, whose body was broken for us, whose blood was shed for us on the cross, and who has redeemed us as his people. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, we are your people, called to be sons and daughters of the King, and redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. And we praise you for the marvelous covenant of grace that you have made with us through the Lord Jesus Christ, and that you are teaching us to fear you, to exalt you, the only true and living God. You have declared to your people the power, the might of your works by giving us the inheritance of the nations. Oh, that we would claim it and go forth in the power of your spirit. Oh, Lord, we ask that you would prepare our hearts now to rejoice in the sign of the covenant of which we are about to partake in, and that we would remember your covenant of grace to us. We would rejoice in it, and we would remember what this covenant cost, the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, in whose name we pray. Amen.